Hello, and welcome to Cinebraskans, the daily Nebraskan entertainment podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kyle Cruz, and I'm joined by my co-hosts. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is David Berman. Um, I am the Daily Nebraskans uh, co-editor of the COVID-19 section. Um, so we're doing some good old coverage of what's going on this semester with COVID-19 at UNL. And yeah, I also do this rad and cool podcast. As well as... I'm Mia Everding. I'm just... <laughs> Sorry, I hiccuped and threw her off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start over. Um, I'm Mia Everding. I'm just a co-host of this podcast, and I'm in grad school, and that's about it. And that's rad. That's and rad and cool. You can't spell grad school without rad and cool. Hey, so. that's true. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, that's hey. true. <laughs> and yeah, as I mentioned, I'm Kyle Cruz. I mainly just write movie reviews for the DN as well as a couple other random things here and there and host this podcast. Um, and yeah, so we're recording in person this week because we can. And yeah, we're excited about it. We've been remote for like the past two weeks and we will probably be remote for the next the next two months yeah. <laughs> because we're still gonna be recording over break that's the plan at least um so yeah uh i guess we'll just jump right into our first segment and that's what have i done and what have i done is a segment where we just talk about what we've been up to this week what movies or tv or whatever we've been watching and as usual david let's start with you what have you been watching this week yeah uh, i wanted to briefly touch on two things um so yeah i've been i mentioned in the last two weeks that i've been watching sherlock with my roommates um and last night uh we finished up the show um and yeah i think i had heard from you two and just kind of the general public opinion of the ending is that the ending is kind of weird and last season in general is a bit convoluted and just doesn't really fit the tone of the rest of the show i feel um but I liked, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. I think what they do with Moriarty, without spoiling it, like, I think I wanted to see him used in a different way. Like, he's in a big chunk of the first part of the show, and then he just isn't. And, like, then he's kind of used sparingly in the rest of it. But I just kind of wanted more of him. Um, and you don't really get that. And I think the, like, the villain in the final episode feels a little bit underdeveloped, I'd say, and kind of just like, like they pretty much they the villain in the last episode. She's pretty much behind everything that's kind of been happening throughout the whole show, and like all the stuff like with Moriarty is kind of like that's like I guess the big reveal with like spoiler warning, but like I don't really feel like it is because it doesn't feel like a legitimate thing because it just it's not set up at all. And there's really no, like, payoff for it. And I just thought, yeah, I think it's a bit of a weak ending. I think there are some really good elements in those final few episodes. But I was a little bit disappointed. But overall, like, yeah, it's it's really it's a really dang good show. Do you guys have any thoughts on the ending of Sherlock? Yeah, I don't. Again, I haven't watched the final season of Sherlock since it aired. So I don't remember a whole lot of details about it other than I just was kind of disappointed by it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just... With how good the rest of that show is, I wanted, like, the final season. Because they were, like, even when it was coming out, they were advertising it as, like, the final season of Sherlock and that kind of stuff. So you were wanting it to be, like, this great kind of concluding uh, series of episodes. And it's just kind of, it's fine. Like, it's got some good parts to it. Um, but just as a whole, it's pr- in my I think it's the weakest of the four seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of disappointing and kind of 
left Sherlock on a bit of an okay note, which is it's is disappointing. Um, but I think the first few seasons of the show are so strong that it's still like well worth a watch. Definitely. Um, yeah. Um, what do you think, Mia? Um. Well, like Kyle, I think I've only seen the last season really only a couple of times, maybe like maybe twice, if that. Um, I'm trying to remember like all of the other episodes that are in the last season because I remember not liking like the last episode. But I think, I think the first one that's the one with the Thatchers, right? Yep, there's the one with the Thatchers. I really then, liked that one. Yeah, and then there's the and one with the... Toby Jones. That one's. I don't like that one. That one's not great. Like I think. Well, I think it's good, but like his character is so despicable that like it just makes me gag a little. So (laughs) I think. I mean, I think overall it's good, but I yeah, I've been putting off watching the last episode. But I would definitely say I think. I think probably the second season is the strongest, in my opinion. Yeah, but. And that's, like, the strongest, like, Moriarty season. And I think that, yeah, that yeah. is why that season is so good. It's because he is, like, the big bad in that season. And yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. In general, it's a great show. Like, I, I really, really loved it. And I think I'm going to rewatch it with my mom over break. So that'll be fun. <laughs> that's a fast turnaround. I know, yeah. But I feel like, yeah, like, I really, like, kind of, like, shotgunned it. And, like, it's been, like, two weeks, like, since we first watched the, like, watched Because we just did, like, one a night. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. What do you think of the like 1800s holiday special? I really liked it. I yeah, cuz I had heard mixed things about it. It's a ton of fun. Like it really just kind of brings it back to like classic Sherlock Holmes and like just like yeah, uh just really fun and kind of embraces like the silliness of the overall Sherlock Holmes stories and and, and just like the general vibe of it. Um and yeah, it yeah, and but it also ties back to the main narrative in a really interesting way too. So yeah, I had mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I think the first time I had seen that, I like wasn't the biggest fan, but I think once I watched them all like back to back and like put them within the framework of like the whole series, like it makes a lot of a lot more sense. Um, yeah, I really liked what they did with that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, and then the other thing I want to talk about um, last week. Uh, on Netflix, um, Auntie Donna's Big Ol' House of Fun was released. Um, and so uh, I had heard about this through um, a podcast I, re- I listened to, The Weekly Planet. I think I mentioned it on the show before. Big fan of it. Kyle, I know you've listened to it a decent amount as well. And Mia, you've listened to it a little bit. But yeah, anyway, they're from uh, like the, the hosts of that show are from Australia. And um, Auntie Donna is an Australian like comedy troupe. And I guess like the best way to describe them, at least from my very limited knowledge of them, is they're kind of like Australians' version of Funny or Die. Like that's just like kind of the general vibe that I get from them. Um, and so yeah, they have uh, Ed Helms and Netflix like produced a um, a six episode sketch comedy special um, of theirs, and it is an absolute blast. Like it is just it's a really chaotic and weird and dumb style of humor, but it's done really really well. And if you just want something that's like, it's like two hours long, every episode just is 20 minutes. And if you just want something like really just like silly and out there, but also really clever, um, then it's, yeah, I I think it's, it's just, it's a good fun two hours. um, And I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So I don't know much about this because I haven't, haven't listened to the episode of the Weekly Planet where they talked about it or 
Um, so I've just been like seeing a lot of memes about it on the, in the great mates Facebook group. Um, the great mates are like the people that listen to, to the weekly planet anyway. Um, <laughs> but, um, so like you said they're each like 20 minute episodes or are they like a, a series of individual skits or is there like some connecting factor or like it's how does kind it play out? Yeah. It's kind of a mix. Like every episode, uh, they call it like every episode has like a word of the day. And so, um, like one of them is about the Olympics and all of the sketches are vaguely about them trying to train for the Olympics. But they're also like, they're also some like weird offshoot sketches and, it, and like, it's very like meta, like Ed Helms will come in as like, like as Ed Helms. And, and like, he's like, come on guys, get on track. Cause like, and cause he's like just trying to keep them together. Um, there's a very good bit where, uh, he he his name is actually egg helms and like everyone in hollywood and everyone in the world has been calling him ed this whole time and he's very frustrated by that and that's a very that's a very good bit it like i i think i said i sent this this sketch to you guys um they have a song about everything being a drum and that's a lot of fun um so yeah it's it's yeah it just it's really silly it's it's very chaotic and weird but it's yeah it's i had a, a lot of fun with it so yeah, moving on to you, Mia. What have you been up to this week? Um, well, I said that I have done not much. So I hope that books can fall sure, in this not? category. Because yeah. I've been reading for once in my life. No, I've been... Nerd. Yeah. She did like jazz hands when she said that. <laughs> I forgot that this isn't... Yeah, anyway. Um, I borrowed the whole Percy Jackson series of books from my neighbor on Friday. And I... Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, I just sat in bed and read <laughs> Percy Jackson as a 23-year-old, and it was delightful. I'm on, like, well, I'm almost done with the first book. Um, I'm a lot slower at reading than I used to be when I was, <laughs> at, like, even in my teens. Like, I could just, like, sit down and read a book and, like, just power through it, and now I just get so distracted. But the goal of that of me reading them was to like read them over break but I just had a hankering and I knew my neighbor had them and she'd be willing to let me borrow them so springboarded that um I think actually though if I give myself enough time I can actually read like finish the Percy Jackson books and then like immediately go into the uh, Heroes of Olympus yeah. series um which like he's in he's one of the main characters in that yeah well, maybe not main character really, but he's he's an integral I would say he's part. A, he's a main character, integral? not like integral? the main character, but like uh, yeah. yeah, it's him and another dude, pretty much. Jason. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is like Jason Zeus's? Yeah, the, or he's like the Roman. Yeah, he's Roman. So. The Roman version of Zeus. So. Yeah, I don't remember. Mars. Yeah. No, no, that's Ares. that's Ares. You know, I used to know this. Yeah, I used to have this down pat. My fifth grade social studies teacher would be very upset with me. My mom's going to be upset with me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like Jupiter. I knew it. Jupiter. I suppose that makes sense. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Big planet, big god. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think think that's how they came up with it? They're like, yeah. They're like, that's the big one. And and we called called the big god that name. (laughs) So big big god, big planet. Big boy. The vibe of this is so much better when we're in person. It's it so is. much just more insane. I don't know why. It just, it just is. goes everywhere. Probably, well, because there's not, like, a lag of you, this like, me not really hearing what you're saying, and then I just sit there and laugh by yeah, myself. Yeah, when we're recording over Zoom, I can, like, see Mia, and whenever I, like, any, anybody says anything, and it might be funny, 
there's like a five second delay and then she's like ha, 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 ha. or at least like from my perspective yeah and it's just very funny so. yeah kind of throws it off anyway that's what i've been up to very very exciting i'm enjoying it so much they i mean they're kids books right they're young mm-hmm. adult books yeah. like it's not super complex but like i appreciate i feel like i appreciate them more now like when i read them i was younger than percy and i was like wow <laughs> he's so impressive doing all these things and He's like a thirteen old, year old yeah. boy. How so he's thirteen and like started the first one? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think he's so. twelve or thirteen. Yeah. 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 And then I think in the last one he's like sixteen. Right. Or something. And I'm like, he's so old. <laughs> yeah, I remember like reading nope. the last Percy Jackson book when I was like eleven or something and being like, Wow, he's so much older than I am. He's so mature. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's basically a grown up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an interesting perspective, I think, to watch it. Moving back into Heroes of Olympus though, I genuinely do not remember if I read the last heroes of olympus book i know i at least read the first four because i guess spoiler alert for the end of the fourth heroes of olympus book they like fall into tartarus yeah percy and annabeth do is um, that really only the fourth yeah i think it's the fourth because there's a total of five of them i know it's not the fifth one yeah. um is that might is have, or is that the third one it might have been the third i think one. it's the third, the, one. The, the third one the fourth one they're like in they're out. going yeah in, yeah they're so in i tartarus. definitely read the fourth one then as well but i i I think I read the fifth one, but I genuinely do not remember anything about it. I don't even remember who the villain is. In it's, that like, it's like Gaia. It's not Kronos. Or, is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Gaia. Yeah. Oh, Kronos is in the Percy ones. Yeah. yeah. Right? And okay. then I think Gaia wants to bring back like all the Titans I or think something. So, yeah. And I, I remember it being like all of the demigod kids had to like, like one of them had to like shed their blood on like some place in Rome and then like all mm. of them were going to come back. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And I, I remember that happening. Mm. I remember like the kid who is like Hephaestus's son who can like build all the ships and build all the, Oh yeah. Like, mm, he, I like him. Like, he, you know, yeah. I remember. Yeah. He like falls in, he love, falls with, in like, love with an Island lady. Yeah. <laughs> and then he doesn't, have, doesn't he have a dragon? He does have a dragon. He has a a dragon that he builds or something. Leo. Oh yeah, yeah, Leo. yeah. Yeah, that's the name of the character. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it like on the cover of the first Heroes of Olympus so. book? Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that. I remember. Yeah, yeah I remember. Like, isn't there a bit in the first Heroes of Olympus book where they like are in Omaha? There might be. I think there is because I, I remember like is, reading yeah. that as a kid and like freaking out and being like, <laughs> yeah. "Whoa, that's I've weird. been to Omaha." <laughs> I I think so. Is Nico in the in the Heroes of Olympus? I think he is. Maybe. I do not remember who that is. I recognize the Nico name. He's the son, son of, of Hades. Hades. Oh, yeah. 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 And I remember... Um, I feel like... I think he was revealed as being gay in yeah. Heroes of Olympus. Or yeah. was that Percy Jackson? No, that's Heroes of Olympus. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was very progressive for like a children's book. They're already in, like so progressive. Yeah. I love it. And like, it's really cool. Compa- yeah. yeah. I do yeah, not it'll remember be that happening. <laughs> yeah, I think what I like about Percy Jackson is that it... It is for kids, but it felt like there's n- there's nothing that's like condescending about them. Mm-hmm. That they deal with like mature issues, not like super mature issues, but like right. generally like and they're very smart and clever and. I but also like, like they have dyslexia and ADHD mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I think the way that Riordan like handles that is, yeah, you're right. It's like not con- condescending at all. Like their issues are like still valid even though they're 13 years old. Yeah. yeah. That was a tangent. <laughs> Do you guys think think that if the Percy Jackson series that they're making for Disney Plus is like successful, do you think they'll move into Heroes of Olympus? Probably. I would assume so. I think that'd be they cool. They could do I a, hope so. a Rick Rick Riordan uh, universe 
of mm-hmm. things and then do the uh, Egyptian one, whatever that one is. Aren't they like making Netflix movies of those? Oh, they, they are. Yeah. We talked about that, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, quick thing on, I looked up whether Omaha was in Heroes of Olympus and it was. It was in The Lost Hero. Uh, apparently King Midas lives in Omaha <laughs> and Midas states that he moved to Omaha after hearing that there was an oracle there, which is a reference to Warren Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Is it Midas the M-I-D-A-S? Yeah. The gold boy? Yeah, gold, gold boy. Okay. Gold <laughs> the boy. gold boy. I friggin' love this series so much i'm so excited that i'm reading it again like there's something so comforting about just like sitting in bed and it's cold outside and i have my blanket around my head and i'm just like reading a book it's like you're 11 again yeah it's wonderful remind me later and i can show you guys i have like all my original copies of the percy jackson series like at the house (gasps) that's wonderful incredible but yeah um i guess moving on to what i've done this week uh i watched uh with my girlfriend a movie called always be my maybe which is a rom-com on netflix we were just kind of chilling and looking for something to watch. Um, we were going to watch Sausage Party, but we just couldn't find it on any streaming services. Sad. And we didn't want to pay to rent it <laughs> because we didn't want to pay to rent that movie. Um, and so, yeah, we just decided to watch Always Be My Maybe because we'd heard good things about it. And, yeah, it's a rom-com with Ali Wong and Randall Park. Um, and, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, in a lot of ways, just kind of like a really cliche rom-com, but it plays off of all the cliches like really well. <laughs> like there's there's moments in which it's like one of them standing on a balcony yelling down at the other one, asking them to stay and that kind of stuff. But it's all kind of very tongue in cheek and it's just really, it's really funny. Um, and uh, without spoiling the, the, con- the context of this, uh, there are, there's a bit where Keanu Reeves just shows up <laughs> and it's absolutely incredible it's probably the best part of the movie just because it's so out of nowhere like my jaw like dropped when (laughs) when he showed up i was like there's there's no way this is happening um and then it just keeps going and like it's not like a quick bit too it's like a solid like 15 20 minutes um and it's just it's an absolute blast um is that sorry to cut you off is that like where the meme of him drinking wine and crying with headphones and restaurant (laughs) okay that's what it is funny it is um and yeah i don't really have much else to say about it other than yeah it's a pretty good rom-com um they're both really good in it uh the actor that plays randall park's dad is really good in it and i think just the the movie as a whole has a really interesting message about like getting out of your comfort zone um but yeah it's it's a good time i'd recommend it it's only like an hour and a half i think so it's not too much of a commitment yeah cool yeah, yeah i've heard very good things about it so yeah thumbs up I think I watched it with my sister maybe over quarantine and we were like you like just lost our minds because I feel like he's he may not be in the trailer. He might Keanu not be. May I not don't be in the, the trailer. trailer. Yeah. So then when he just shows up like it's just so out of no joy. Nowhere. I yeah. think that I felt in that moment. I haven't felt since. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll move on to our news for the week. Um, and we've actually got a lot of movie news to talk about this week. Um, so we'll just jump right into it with, as usual, comic book stuff. Um, there was a quote-unquote new trailer for the Snyder Cut released, but it's literally just like the exact same trailer in black and white with like a couple new shots added in. Like they used the same song and everything. Like it's there's no, <laughs> it's virtually the exact same thing. But yeah, it was being like advertised as like a new Snyder Cut trailer. And like to the, it's so similar that like, when I looked it up to watch it, I like started watching it. I'm like, no, this is the same one. And so then I like exited out of that and continued to search the internet for the new one. And then was like, no, I guess that's it. Um, and yeah, 
uh, one thing that came out from this is not from the trailer, but like Zack Snyder, when the trailer came out, uh, dropped uh, a first like look at the the newly designed version of Steppenwolf, which is the villain of Justice League um, from his version. And it I think it looks better than the than the way Steppenwolf looked in the original Justice League because he looks awful in the original justice league like david described him earlier in the week as like a playstation 2 villain and that is accurate (laughs) like it's just it's just really really bad um and i think the the snyder cut version looks better than that but like still isn't great uh uh in our conversation earlier in the week I, i described it as like a ps4 villain um so like he's just rendered a lot better but he's still very much a video game villain he's basically the same thing just with a lot more spikes um, he's, he's shinier he's spikier he's he's having a great he's time. shinier spikier and angrier yep <laughs> and that's about it um do you guys have any thoughts on on the new snyder cut trailer or the new steppenwolf or any of this man i don't know what this movie is gonna be <laughs> like i <laughs> It just, it's so wild, like, that we're even getting this, and I don't have, I don't really have any expectations that it'll be, like, good. I think it'll be entertaining, at least. Um, But, yeah, like, because the original design, like, he's really gray, and it's just kind of like a man with horns, like a, like a, like a smushy-faced man with horns, and now this is like another smushy faced man, but he has bigger horns and he's gold and he's shiny. And it's like, I just feel like they, they, they knew that people didn't like the original design and they took all the wrong reasons why they didn't like the design and they changed them. It's like, it's not cause he was like gray. Like we weren't like, Oh, this is too simple. Make it crazy we were like just make it look not bad and they did not take that so (laughs) make it something else other than just a big gray bad guy yep and they're like what about a big gold bad guy (laughs) how about that um but yeah uh also with snyder cut this week we there was the the news that came out that in an interview Zack snyder said that there was only going to be like four minutes of newly shot footage for this (laughs) which maybe that was like just an understatement or anything because like a lot of people were saying that like it's going to be the exact same thing, but with just four additional minutes. That's not the case. Like there's still a lot of unused footage from the from his initial shoot with Justice League that they're just reworking. Um, but also, I imagine it'll be it's got to be more than four minutes if they like went back for reshoots with this and they're adding in characters and like. But maybe it's not. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. If like if the situation truly is that he filmed three hours and 56 minutes of footage. And then he went back and was like, you know what? This is missing four extra minutes of footage. Like <laughs> that would be the dumbest thing I've like ever heard in my life. Like you don't like the four minutes is not going to tie it all together into like, like boom, like now it's, now it's a really good movie. Now that we added this four extra minutes to this three hour and 56 minute bad movie, you know, like it just, I don't understand. I don't understand any of it, but I'll watch it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, continuing on with uh, general DC news, we got the, the news that Sylvester Stallone has joined the cast of James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Um, Gunn tweeted this out. This wasn't like a report or anything. This was like confirmed by James Gunn on social media. Um, and we don't know who S- Sylvester Stallone's playing. Um, the kind of general consensus has been that he's going to be voicing King Shark. 
um, which I think would be fantastic. It would make sense because like Suicide Squad finished shooting a couple months ago, and so they're probably getting to about the point where they're going to be vo- uh, recording voiceover and everything. Um, and so I think that'd be a lot of fun if Sylvester Stallone ends up voicing King Shark. I think that'd be great casting. Um, but also maybe he's just going back and they're going to do reshoots or something. I don't know. But I think it's fun to have an actor of that caliber uh, on this project. It's not the first time James Gunn and Sylvester Stallone have worked together since he was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think about this? Yeah, I think if he is voicing King Shark, like that's that would be perfect. Like I think it would be really weird, but I think that would fit the vibe of this movie um, and of that character. So yeah, I am all on board for whatever he's doing. <laughs> You have any thoughts on this, Mia? No, I just looked up who King Shark is. <laughs> the first picture is terrifying. He's it's, a big shark man. He's a big shark man. Uh, two Although, things I hate. <laughs> he looks like he's going to be a kind of adorable in the Suicide Squad. Like yeah. the first picture they released of him is just like him like smiling and waving. <laughs> and it's it looks like it's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. I hope they... Because uh, King Shark is one of the main characters of the Harley Quinn animated series. And he is hilarious. Like he's like... You know, he's a big shark man, but he's kind of just this, like, has this, like, adorable, playful spirit. And, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, that's Mia, Mia just so pulled cute. up the picture. And it's just, just a, a shark wave and hello. And so, yeah, I, I hope they go for that, like, very, like, tongue in cheek vibe. Like, like, there's, there's a bit in, in the Harley Quinn show where, um, he's like, uh, he's like a hacker <laughs> he's like they're like guy behind like like guy at the guy desk the kind chair. of thing and he has like these like little glasses that he puts <laughs> like on his big shark nose and then he has like a tiny computer that he types on it's very very good so i think if they go in that kind of comedic direction which like we kind of assume they will based on that image i think uh, sylvester sloan would be perfect for that yeah absolutely um, i think it would add to the to the silliness of it all um and yeah staying with dc uh we just got the news like an hour before we started recording that. Uh, so last week we talked about whether or not Wonder Woman was going to go to streaming or uh, theaters. turns out it's doing both. Um, it's going to be doing both on Christmas of this year. It's going to be going to HBO Max and debuting in, I guess, whatever theaters are open. Hmm. Um, which I think this is probably probably the right choice. Like It, it gets it out there. It gets it into the conversation. Um, and they can hopefully still make some money from it in theaters. Obviously, we'll see what COVID's like at that point. It doesn't look like it's on a great trajectory right now. Um, but I think that works out because then also people can still watch it on HBO Max. So it's like you're not going to miss anything <laughs> by opti- by choosing not to go to a theater. <laughs> um, if any, yeah. And like I said last week, if anything, it'll drive uh, subscriber growth on HBO Max, which will also probably help that HBO Max is now on uh, Amazon Fire Stick. Um, that's as of this past, as of like this past week. Um, HBO Max has had a rough launch yeah. um, because like they launched in May and they just got an Amazon Fire Stick and they're still not on Roku. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. And it sucks because I've gone on this tangent before, but I'm just <laughs> going to go on it again because HBO Max is really good. It's probably one of the best streaming services out there right now. It's got a great variety of content and there's, there's so much on there and so much great material. But like, it's just... No one can get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it makes me sad. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. You guys have any thoughts on Wonder Woman going to HBO Max slash theaters? Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited that we're getting it really soon because I, based on previous news, it was possible that it was going to be you know 
early spring next year or even like you know all the way to next june um so i'm glad we're getting it very soon and it gives me something to look forward to over break <laughs> is it gonna be like i just don't really know much about it is it gonna be sort of like how mulan was released on disney plus like what was that like thirty dollars it's I, gonna i don't it's not gonna be any additional charge oh. to anybody on hbo max so, yeah. Oh wow! Um, which I think exciting. that's just kind of a general like approach streaming services are taking now because yeah. Mulan like it did well on Disney Plus but not nearly as well as it probably could have, huh. um, and like even Disney so Disney is putting Soul on Disney Plus on Christmas as well so these are both coming out the same day um, and Soul's gonna be on Disney Plus with no additional charge as well it's just gonna be on Disney Plus nice um, so yeah. It'll we'll have some some stuff to watch for Christmas, so Ooh. that's cool. Um, that's so exciting! Yeah, uh, our last bit of comic book news uh, dropped last week, pretty much right after we finished recording, which was a little frustrating. Um, <laughs> and that's the fact that uh, we kind of assumed Star Lord and the Guardians of the Galaxy would be in Thor: Love and, Su- Love and Thunder in some way, considering like Thor is on their ship at the end of uh, Avengers: Endgame. I guess spoiler alert, but everybody's seen that movie by now, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so Thor's on their ship, and now we got the confirmation that at least Chris Pratt's Star-Lord is going to be in Thor Love and Thunder. Um, so yeah, I think that's exciting. I'm excited to see what Taika Waititi does with Chris Pratt. I think that'll be a really good pairing. Um, and yeah, I guess it's cool, cool news. You guys have any Very thoughts? Cool. Very exciting. It's cool. <laughs> I'm just excited for anything Taika does, just in general. Man. <laughs> Is he is he doing anything with the Mandalorian this year? Who's directing Man? Sorry, this is another weird tangent. Who's directing the episodes of the Mandalorian this year? Um, Bryce Dallas Howard did the last one. Yeah. Uh, Carl Weathers is doing next week's one. Br- did you just say Bryce Dallas Howard? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she did the third episode of like the one that just came out last Friday. How was it? It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably the best one of the season so yeah. far. Good say. for her. Didn't she do one last season too? I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. That's wild. I didn't yeah. know. I did not know that. Well, she has it in her genes, I guess. It's so. true. Um, okay, so we've got John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Bryce Dallas Howard, Rick Fumiiwa, Carl Weathers, Peyton Reed, and Robert Rodriguez. Oh, well, we'll get to him in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those are all the directors for season two of The Mandalorian because <laughs> you know we were talking about Thor: Love and Thunder, <laughs> <laughs> as one does. Um, but yeah, I guess moving on from there uh, to some just general movie news. Got the announcement today that the fifth Scream movie, which has finished production, has announced its title, and it's a pretty wild one. It's just called scream <laughs> that's it it's it's they're i guess taking a page out of what uh 2018's sequel to halloween did and they're just calling where they just called it halloween um because that's creative i guess um but yeah so i haven't seen any of the scream movies um i've heard the first one's very good but the rest are not um but apparently the the guy who directed this fifth one is actually the screenwriter from the first one. The screenwriter. <laughs> that, yep. That's funny. I just like broke when you said that. I was like, what? You were like, yeah, the writer of Scream, David. That's what I just said. <laughs> then you realized. Um, so yeah, I guess that's cool. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? I really, and so this is not an original joke. Well, I guess I, I did think about this before I saw this tweet. So I guess it is an original joke, but, um, I just want this movie to be called five cream and like the S in scream is just a five and it just says five cream. Like I think that would be very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, it's dumb. I'd like just come up with 
anything else. Just call it Scream 5. Yeah, because that's what all the other ones have been. I it's think been so. One, two, three, and what's been Scream, and then two, three, four, or it'd be like Scream colon something. They're still screaming. Something. The screaming. The screaming. The screaming. The screaming. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I, 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 I scream. You scream. We all scream for murder. That's what they call it. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, that would what be. What were the other one? Were the other ones just like scream? I'm looking yeah, I think it up just right scream now. Just two, scream, scream three, and scream four. And then they're like, "What if we just go back?" Do you ever scream? see someone do something so stupid, and you're like, "How could you not? How could you do that?" Yes. Five S. Five S. Five cream. Ah, <laughs> oh, that bothers me so much. <laughs> that like I, I guess I'd be bordering on like fanforstic levels of like oh yeah like people just be calling it that dumb like they wouldn't call it scream five they just call it five cream five cream <laughs> what are what are some other like examples of movies that have put numbers in their names like that too fast too furious yeah mm. uh, i feel like there was there's a lot with threes yeah yeah there's a lot of like not like official things but like if anything is like something three it's like you just put the e as a three so yeah i can't think of any off the top of my head i can't but. either I know there's a lot of them. Um, never mind. Nope. <laughs> I was gonna say the Jurassic Park three has dinosaur scratches on That's it. That's pretty good. And I like that three one. of them. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I can't get over how you hate that movie so much. I Alan. No, that oh. one. Or have you seen that I one? I've seen that one. <gasps> I, I've only seen the meme of the the dinosaur going Alan. <laughs> yeah. I'll. I think the third Jurassic Park is pretty good. Um, I don't think it's as bad as people say I don't think it is. it is either. I think there are some really bad moments, such as Alan. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> I think that's but I funny. Think it, it is. You're like, is it actually peak of comedy? Is it? <laughs> but I think in general, there are a lot of really good things about, about the third dress. The di- I remember the dinosaur that they had in that one is terrifying. Yeah. Because and like the aviary swims. sequence is incredible. Yes. Um, yeah. The, the villain in that movie is very spinosaurus it's why you spoil it for me i thought you're like there you're like the villain, the villain this movie is, is very creepy. a dinosaur spinosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> it's him i just can't keep it in you know, I talk about I it to tell you <laughs> <laughs> um i guess moving on from there uh we were just talking about robert rodriguez um and the reason dave said we'll come back to that is because he's got a new movie coming out in january called we can be heroes and it's taking place in the same universe as the as the children's classic Shark Boy and Lava Girl, um, and this excuse me, Kyle, it is the Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D. That is the official title. So. <laughs> oh. The movie was in 3D. Yes. What? Well, because there are so many mo- like moments and and in Spy Kids of them of like blatant like things coming at you. Like yeah. I remember, like in the third Spy Kids, there were a lot of moments where they just like reach out and like Spy Kids th- is Spy Kids. 3D. Yeah, Spy Kids 3D game, game over. over. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvester movie. Stallone was the villain in that one. I hate him in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Gotta go to the next level. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's something. Um but yeah, so this is cool. And we got some some photos of grown up uh um why am I blanking on their names? Not Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but like the actors that play them. Uh, I mean, Shark, yes, Shark Boy, Taylor Lautner, and, and uh, well, I think it's it's uh, Taylor Dooley and Taylor Lautner. Taylor Dooley is Lava hmm. Girl, and oh. she is returning as Lava Girl as mm-hmm. an adult Lava Girl who is apparent like 
are she and Sharkboy married? I think so. I think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not Sharkboy. Is Taylor Lautner not coming back? No, he's not. It what? Is JJ Dashna is playing Sharkboy. <laughs> I am no longer interested in this movie. I know, yeah. Sadly. It is disappointing. No I mean, <laughs> is he even acting anymore? Like, I don't even know what he's doing. I don't know. He hasn't done a lot in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I guess think he saw... was in This Is The End. He was in that, like, I think he played himself in that, like, uh, Seth Rogen Apocalypse movie. Yeah, oh, I think so. Oh, yeah. you're right. But I think that's, like, the last thing he's done, or, or at least the last thing of note. That, that movie of. was a lot of fun. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, it, yeah, it looks like uh, they're playing they're playing parents, and it's like uh, all the superheroes have been like kidnapped. So then, like the kid superhero, all their kids have to save them or something like that. So yeah, it'll probably be bad, but like in a fun way that I will enjoy. So yeah, I just looked up Taylor Lautner's uh, IMDb to see what he's been up to. I guess. He was in The Ridiculous Six in 2016, Um, and then he's in, like, the Scream Queens TV series and another TV series called Cuckoo, and that finished in 2018, and he hasn't done anything since then. Huh. Good on him, man. He's, you know, he did did Twilight. I'm sure he made millions. That's probably all he needs. He's He's like, I'm good. Yeah. Did you ever see Scream Queens, either of you? No. I did not. Okay. Didn't Ryan Murphy do that? Did he? I think he did. Good question. Time to give it a Google. I wonder if Taylor Lautner's kicking himself for not acting anymore because now Robert Pattinson's Batman. Oh. True. Yeah. He could be Robin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I would actually. Well, I mean, they're like the same age, so that'd be weird. But, um, but yeah, yeah, Ryan Murphy did do Scream Queens. Wow. Wow. Whoa. I didn't. I'm really dumb. I did not know he did Glee. Ryan Murphy? You didn't know yeah. Ryan Murphy did Glee? Nope. I just knew him from The Politician. Yeah, man. he's He makes bad TV, except for... Uh, wait, who did Hollywood? He, he did. Oh, Ryan it's Murphy. not coming up on his. Yeah. Um, huh. Right, yeah, Ryan Murphy tangent. I don't I don't understand that, man. Because he's made, like, American Crime Story. Like, he did the OJ thing. Like, he, he knows what he's doing. Like, he did, he did American Horror Story, which is apparently really good. Like he knows what he's doing. And then he made Glee, which is just an app. Like, listen, I love Glee, but it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, <laughs> it's the worst TV show that's ever existed. He made The Politician, which I hate. I know I won't I won't go down that rabbit hole, but I hate it more than anything. Hollywood's not great. Uh, a lot of his other stuff's bad. So, like, I just don't <laughs> I don't understand him. Interesting. That's, huh. Yeah. I guess now he's good I... He's good at doing, like... Things based on other on real events, I guess, because he's done American like all the American crime story stuff. That's really good. So, hmm. yeah. But yeah. Anyway, speaking of Glee musicals, and speaking of musicals, Spike Lee is directing a musical about Viagra. <laughs> so what that's a transition. A yeah. Wow. <laughs> we got we got that news this week, and man, what a headline! <laughs> like, just what is what is he, what is this going to be? What is happening? Is it just first of all. Spike Lee directing a musical is just never something I would have ever anticipated to happen um, because he's Spike Lee. And yeah, it just kind of seems like that's something that he wouldn't touch. He's just kind of like, I guess, above that a bit, not to talk down on musicals by any means, but I feel like they're just not the same. Like David's given me a look. Excuse me, sir. How dare you question the medium of musicals as a storytelling 
platform. <laughs> um, yeah. So Spike Lee is directing a musical, I guess, about Viagra. Yeah. I um, In this Deadline article, it's based on an Esquire article called All Rise, the untold story of the guys who launched Viagra. Hmm. So is it like just, a musical about the inventors of Viagra? Yep. Like, just, <laughs> what are the songs going to be? I'm so excited. This is certainly going to be something. Songs I was about a really bad joke, <laughs> and then I did not, and you're so welcome. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I love that. I love that for him. He did, he direct, yeah, he did a musical this year, didn't he? Did he? I think he did. I have not heard of that. I think he, like, it either hasn't come out yet, or... So this year he did The Five Bloods, and then David Byrne's American Utopia, which is a documentary. And he's in pre-production on a movie called Prince of Cats. But I don't see any, like, musicals or anything in here. Yeah, I think it's... um, I saw something about it. Um, I guess Prince of Cats, the movie that's uh, he's in pre-production on, is an 80s hip-hop retelling of Shakespeare's timeless classic Romeo and Juliet. Oh, my gosh. So Spike Lee's you doing have... a hip-hop 80s version of Romeo and Juliet. Like, I feel like he's... We've already done Romeo plus Juliet, so I feel like we don't need this necessarily. I feel like that, in combination with this Viagra musical, kind of just shows that Spike Lee has reached a point in his career where he's, he's like, like I, I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to make whatever weird stuff I want to make. Um, he's like, I did Black Klansman. I did uh, Do the Right Thing and Malcolm X and like all these great movies. He's like, I've... I've done my good deeds. Now I'm just going to make weird stuff. <laughs> good for him, you know? Yeah, yeah. I respect that. Um, so, yeah, moving on from there, uh, we got the news that the director of Creed 2, um, whose name Stephen I... Stephen Capel Jr. I don't know. If I, his name is either Capel or Capel, but... Yeah, yeah that guy uh, is uh, going to be directing the new Transformers movie, uh, which notable, n- notable, notably, uh, this is not a continuation of the Michael Bay Transformers. Uh, this is kind of like a, its own new thing. I assume it'll be kind of like Bumblebee, where it's just kind of like maybe loosely connected, but like not really. Um, they're just kind of looking to go in a new direction. Um, yeah, I think this is okay. Uh, <laughs> Creed Two is pretty fun. Um, it's hokey in all the in all the best ways. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully that works with, with the Transformers movie. I also just not really interested in the Transformers franchise, but Bumblebee was a lot of fun. And I guess if it's like Bumblebee, like I'm, I'm down to see that, but also like I saw Bumblebee once and had a good time with it and just kind of haven't gone back to it. So yeah, it's whatever. What do you guys think? Um, don't really care about Transformers and I'll leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) I assume Mia has even less to say. Mia, you're not a big fan of the Transformers franchise. I feel like it's right up your alley. No, thanks. (laughs) I remember seeing the trailer for the one where it's knights. Yeah, it's the fifth one. Smashing things. And I was like, literally why? And I wanted to stab my eyes out. So Imagine like two and a half hours of that. The fifth one is... I mean, they're... The first one's pretty pretty good, uh, but the rest of them are awful. Um, and the fifth one, I think, is probably the worst offender. Was it, it the the? Yeah, it's Transformers: The Last Night. Um, and I, I think I talked about it in recent weeks. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it on yeah. the episode where we talked about our, our the worst movies we've ever seen. And it's oh, it's 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 hot <laughs> garbage. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I guess that's that. Um, uh, We also got the news this week that John M. Chu, who uh, directed Crazy Rich Asians a couple years ago, um, is going to be directing the live action Lilo and Stitch um, that they announced last year. I believe this is going directly to Disney+. Um, And so, yeah, I think this this will be fun. It's kind of just a development on something we already knew was happening. I think John M. Chu is a talented director, so it's I'm glad to see him on a project like like this. I think I think it'll be good for his career, and I think having him on the movie will ultimately be good for the movie. So it's it's a win win. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts here? Yeah, I think I really love the original Lilo and Stitch. Um, I think what is just absolutely crucial for this movie is to get the design of Stitch right, because like if you don't, I will not like it. And no one will like if if he's just like a terror like if it's just if he's just a horrifying monster which is what's which is what he's supposed to be but like you gotta make him like cute and so like he has to be generally visually appealing to for me to stare at this like slobbering blue monster for like an hour and a half you know so yeah I feel like they should approach animating Stitch tour uh, in the same way that they approached like. Like the way they did like Pikachu in the Detective Pikachu movie a couple of years ago, where he pretty much just looked like the animated version, yeah. except maybe like fuzzier. Um, yeah. And yeah, it works. I, I feel like that would that would probably be the best route here. They should just port like the original anime like design for Sonic into like just making him <laughs> Stitch. It's like it's pretty close, honestly. Blue and he's horrifying, so like might as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have any thoughts, Mia? You know, I've never seen the OG. What? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've discussed this we, before. We, yeah. We've discussed how you have not seen a lot of... I've not seen Disney a lot of like original. classic anything. Classic anything. Classic anything. Like, I grew, I up, know, what, what I is grew up reading books, playing with Playmobil in my basement. So Pretty cool. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> you lived a life. I did. Did y'all play with... Did you have Playmobil? I did like Lego. Yeah, I was a Lego kid. But I also hated Lego because what? Like, like, I, I don't think I had the patience for it. And also, if there always was a piece missing, and it just drove me insane. <laughs> yeah, I was I was definitely a Lego kid. I had I had uh, one of my favorite Lego sets as a kid was uh, like a Lego set of like Jabba's barge from Star Wars Episode Six. Uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. It like opened up, and there was a little Lego Jabba, and it was a good time. Nice. Yeah. Very I think I got it for Christmas one year. Wholesome, Very wholesome fun. memory. Uh, at, the good old days when getting like a Lego set for Christmas, I'm like, that's all the serotonin I need for a year. It's right there. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah. It's a little different. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll move into the trailers for the week. We've got a few trailers to talk about here. Um, so first of all, got the trailer for the, the new Tom and Jerry movie. Live uh, action Tom and Jerry. The live action Tom and Jerry. Before we get into this, I will say... I was looking forward to this movie. Um, I thought I, I really enjoy Tom and Jerry. I think it's a classic, just kind of fun, uh, fun animated series. And I thought that uh, a modern adaptation of it could be could be a good time. But man, this looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> this looks really, really bad. Like just kind of like every. It kind of looks like the exact same line of thought went into making this as went into making like. The Yogi Bear movie from like 2011. You guys remember that? I do. It isn't, was. Isn't Dan Aykroyd Yogi Bear? Maybe. That sounds right. I forgot um, about that. But yeah, it just it reminds me of a movie from a time that should have been a long time ago. Yeah, it feels like a, a mid late 90s, early 2000s like kids like bad kids movie. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, just like and like in no positive aspects of that. Just like yeah, 
does not look good. No. Uh, the animation of because they didn't like. So it's live action, but like they animated Tom and Jerry like they're pretty much just the same. Yeah. Like they're just live, they're just their usual animated versions, and it just looks really weird and doesn't work. Like we got like two seconds into the trailer, and it's just them walking down a road. And I paused it and looked to Kayla, who's sitting next to me, and was like, "I already hate this. This is already awful." And it just got worse. It's like from the there. voiceover that did it for me. Like, are we in two thousand and five? Like, what? Maybe maybe it's just like the trailer itself was really bad. Like <laughs> maybe the movie is good is like just a fun time, but like yeah, the trailer was just designed in a really weird and hokey and <laughs> cheesy and dumb way. And I guess like the core of Tom and Jerry is like yeah, they're going to they'll hit each other with a frying pan and they'll they'll electrocute each other and they'll fall down a cliff and what like it's <laughs> it's a very Looney Tunes style of like slapstick. And just maybe like an hour, like an hour and a half of that just will not be interesting. You know, like that's like, it's weird because I feel like there is a lot of that slapstick stuff in this trailer. And I feel like if you were to isolate that by itself, it might work. Yeah. Um, But the fact that it's like contrasted against like all the live action stuff of like Chloe Grace Moretz being in a hotel and trying to trying to like, I guess, hire Tom to get rid of Jerry um, and just like it's just weird which like the cast here looks pretty good but like that's really the only positive thing i can say about it just like the, the i don't know the weird juxtaposition of like the live action and animation makes it just feel like two very contrasting <laughs> movies that were just kind of smashed together um and yeah my my anticipation for the movie has has hit zero me as well yeah um, so yeah, we also got the trailer for High School Musical, the musical, the holiday special. Um, I don't care about this, so I'll just let you guys talk about it. <laughs> Mia, do you want to describe, for people who don't know, what High School Musical, the musical, the series is? Ooh, how do I put it into words? <laughs> it's very confusing, I think, to To, to someone who doesn't about. know the lore, yeah, <laughs> I guess. it's. You'll have to correct me, because I watched it over quarantine, over about 24 hours, and I haven't touched it since. So some of the details are foggy, but it's it's just, it's set in, what is it, East High School? Yep. Wildcats. And in this universe, like, High School Musical is a movie. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're tracking. It's a movie, so they have a musical about the movie and right yeah like it's said also so like they know that high school musical exists and they know it was shot in their high school oh okay and right so then they're like we're gonna do the musical of high school musical yes as our musical as our musical yeah. but also we're basically the characters with some twists thrown in this is true and that's about it. It's pretty much like like your classic Glee style, like music. You're in high school and you're theater kid and you're all angsty, but also there's like the you could old, be a jock, you could, or you could be a theater kid. You could be both. Isn't that crazy? You could be what? in a you could be in two different boxes. That's How? impossible. I know. And that one famous TikTok song came from it. Guitar. Which one? What's her face sitting on her bed? Yeah, there's a lot of sitting on your bed and playing Nina. Guitar. Nina. Yeah. I really don't like her. Have you listen, I think I've told you this before. Have you heard the actress's laugh 
<gasps> yes. It is. It's bad, isn't it? Ba- it is like one of just like, like it sounds like a fake laugh. It's like, aha, aha, aha. And like, but that's like how she laughs in interviews. I and forgot like, about this. She'll like be like the whole cast will be interviewed and like they'll like the interviewer, interviewer will say something so funny. Watch it later. And like. Oops. All you know, the, most of the cast will just chuckle, and then she'll just be like, "Ah ha ha ha!" And, it's, <laughs> and everyone just like looks at her. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so I guess getting back to the, the the point of this, they're doing a holiday special of this right. thing. I was disappointed because I thought it was gonna be like a in universe like episode of these characters doing a, a holiday thing, like right? Christmasy thing. But I it's think- just the cast sitting in the desert. And just singing some Christmas songs. And I'm like, I don't oh, know though, but are they? I feel like they're maybe they're ca- like. I don't think they are because they're like. What, what's Josh doing? And that's like the name of the actor. You know? Oh, yeah. you're right. That's but a I don't frustrating. Know. But it is the set of the second movie. It is, yeah. So that's, so that's fun. Yeah, I guess. And they are doing a second season of this, but right. they're like, oh, we figured out what our next musical is gonna be and i was like you're gonna do high school musical too and they're like we're doing beauty and the beast and i was like well then what's what's the point of this then like <laughs> beauty and the beast the musical the, the series <laughs> it's like it's like the fantastic we'll get we'll get this we'll get to this it's like the fantastic beast like the sequel it's like fantastic beast the crimes of grindelwald it's like none of, these things have nothing to do with each other so you're mm. like high school musical the musical the series the Beauty and the Beast one. Like, well, like what's the point? Like, there's no High School Musical part of this anymore. Doesn't make any sense. Also, uh, huh. in, the, in, the, in the first season, one of the best moments, Lucas Grabeel cameos as himself and mm-hmm. sings a song. And it is pretty incredible. That was big. So, you know who Lucas Grabeel is? Yeah. Yes, he's Ryan. Um, right. So, yeah. I guess I'm excited for this. I, like, was really invested in this for no reason last year. It's like me and my sister watched it together, and it's really dumb, but I I, I enjoyed but it. But it's like wholesome. Yeah, like I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. Cool. Yeah. Um, one tr- one other trailer I want to talk about that I forgot to add to the doc just because I forgot it came out, but then I remembered. I've uh, got a trailer for season four of Big Mouth this week. Um, yeah, it came out a few days ago. Um, the season itself comes out like at the beginning of December. Um, and it sees the likes of like Seth Rogen and John Oliver join the cast. Um, oh. and yeah, it looks, it looks a lot, like a lot of fun. It looks like what you expect of, of big mouth. Um, it looks like the kind of like just this season is there's like an, an anxiety and mosquito, uh, <laughs> and it's just general kids being nervous and puberty and yeah, big mouth. Looks looks it looks like it'll be fun. I uh, I'm excited about it. It made me so happy. I adore this show so much. It's so stupid. It is, but it's so but much John fun. Mulaney. It's it's also not a show for everybody. No. Um, like definitely a show not for, for children, not for kids. Uh, probably not for like adults either. Probably like almost exclusively for people our age, but. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't imagine like a forty-year-old person watching this show and being like, "This is great." But also, yeah. maybe maybe I'm just thinking of my parents. Sorry, parents. I don't think you would like this show. Um, <laughs> That's true. There's a niche market. I would say in the 30s, probably yeah. like. I could see that. Yeah. 35, maybe. I think I have a 30-year-old friend who likes it. You're so old, Ian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> have and you watched any of Big Mouth, Dave? I have not. I've heard <gasps> really, really good things. Dave, about it, though. that is your assignment. It's, it's my assignment. That's yeah, my you've got okay. three. Se- boy, boy, howdy, are you lucky? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if I could go back and watch this series for the first time, it'd yeah. be wonderful. Yeah, if you just if you decide to watch it, just buckle up. It's a wild ride. Like it's <laughs> Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess from there we'll move in we'll move into our main topic. So we're continuing we're continuing Harry Potter month. Uh last week we talked about the Fantastic Beast series and the Cursed Child play slash script slash book slash whatever. Um and so this week we kinda wanted to talk about a bit about the future of the Harry Potter series, uh what they've officially announced and just kind of generally what we would like to see. Um so as usual uh david i'll throw this over to you because you are we established last week that you are our resident harry potter czar um so yeah i'll let you, i'll let you take the reins on this so yeah so we want to talk about what's coming up in harry potter what, what's what's kind of kind of on tap for what they're doing and then and which isn't very much <laughs> but um then we're gonna kind of at least i have like one idea that i will pitch and maybe you guys have a one idea each as well. Yeah. Um, and we will pitch your ideas for Harry Potter things <laughs> we want to see. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess kind of looking at what is, what's coming up in the Harry Potter, the, in the Potter pipeline. Um, they're doing uh, three more Fantastic Beast movies <laughs> because I, I don't know why. It's, like, I don't know why they were like, we need to make five of these. Because they, I, I know they announced, like, before the second one even came out, they're like, we're doing five of these. I think they announced it like when the first one came yeah, out. Probably. Yeah, probably. And that's just such like a like I guess it's like a round number of five, but like <laughs> you're not gonna just like be like, okay, we'll do a trilogy and then we'll see. They're like, we're doing like we know that this is gonna be great and we're gonna do five. Like I think they just kind of got too big for their britches and they're like, we we're gonna make five equally as good uh, movies to the to the original um eight, and, and I just don't think they're gonna do that. We talked about it last week, but how we don't like i mean i personally don't like those movies um so yeah do you want to see do you want to see any of these like do you want to like i think we talked about it a little bit last week but like do you want to see more fantastic beast action if i am on board for it if they kind of pivot and focus more so on the dumbledore grindelwald relationship um i think that was far and away the strongest part of the previous two movies um i think jude law as dumbledore is probably the best part of just this series as a whole so far and so i think they should really focus on him um and less so on uh newt scamander because i don't know he's he's an okay character but like i don't know it just doesn't feel like he's necessary um but yeah so we'll see I guess I, I am I am curious to see where they go, and I think that there is an outcome in which like the third one comes out and it's great, and I'm like back on board with this series because I, I did really enjoy the first one, um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little lukewarm on it as a whole. Yeah, me as well. Um, Mia, do you have any thoughts on what more from the Fantastic? Wait, have you? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't. So no. As as an that. outsider, as what an do you outsider. think about? Do you want to uh, see some more beasts? Hmm. what do you think about them doing like from the get-go saying this is going to be five movies that's a lot i feel like well i don't how how well received was the grindelwald bad yeah crimes of grindelwald wasn't well received um the first one and financially was like uh, yeah the first one did pretty well in both camps like critically and financially um but the second one was a was like a definite decline i'll look up the specifics Hmm. but i just feel like it's a little dangerous i don't know like that's a lot of movies 
and if you're already like losing momentum on the second one and like with all the issues that they're having like with with Johnny Depp and like I don't know I think I said this last week in a very like convoluted way but I feel like just with maybe not necessarily like the controversy like around JK Rowling at the moment like I I don't see this like being a a f- maybe a financially wise move like maybe give it a rest and like take some of the ideas and do something else but yeah it's all a right lot. so the first Fantastic Beasts uh, has a seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes and made a total of eight hundred twelve million worldwide which mm. is pretty good uh, the second Fantastic Beasts has a thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes and made 654 million worldwide. So like still did like well, but like not nearly as like the first one did pretty well, second one did not do near like it made like 150 million dollars less than the first one did. Um and was and significantly less well received. But yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think it's I don't really want to see three more of these based on the current state of where it's at. Maybe they'll flip that around. I feel like with the second one, it was just kind of treading water and was kind of filler to set up the rest of the three that are coming after. And it's like, if you're already running out of ideas on like the second one, like maybe you shouldn't be doing these. I don't know. Like it just, yeah. And again, I think we've kind of beat to death, but it just feels like a franchise that is out of ideas um and and those and so we're going to provide some of those ideas in just a bit um yeah really the only other thing that's been like announced um for harry potter media that is coming out um well i guess i guess technically they did that they did that pokemon go game that is pretty much just pokemon go but harry potter i forgot about that and literally no one in the entire world has played that i'm pretty sure because i i've heard nobody talk about that at all because like i still know of people who do play pokemon go it's like nowhere near the height that it was at like for sure but it's still it had like generally some staying power like that just like flew under the radar and no one cared about it because it's pretty much it was pretty much the same concept of like you can walk around your neighborhood and wizards will pop up or something (laughs) like and you could like duel people and whatever but yeah just no one cared about that um but yeah i guess another another uh harry potter video game that i personally am very very excited about um is uh hogwarts legacy um which is going to be coming to like mainstream consoles like ps5 xbox series x um i believe in 2021 and so pretty much like you're going to be able to play like as a as a student at hogwarts it's going to take place in the 1800s so like long before any of like the harry potter stuff or like pretty much any of those characters are alive um and it's just kind of like you can like forge your own path at hogwarts and um you know just like i'm assuming there will be some sort of like general narrative or antagonist or something but it's it's pretty much just like an rpg of you know you're learning how to be a wizard and um fighting some magical beasts and stuff like that so I I'm so excited for that. I I know that we're not usually a video game podcast, and besides myself, video game playing is fairly scarce uh, between the two of you. But <laughs> I am very excited for this, and like this is something I feel like I really really want, and I'm glad that they're doing it. So, hmm. any thoughts on this? 
Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, I'll, I'll be curious to see like a trailer for it once that comes out. Have they released there's a trailer? Uh, well, there's not like I don't. There's not really like gameplay for it, really. But it's just kind of like the general. Like, yeah. So I'll be curious to see a gameplay trailer. Yeah. Um, and just like a general, like actual look at like what this game is going to be. Um, hmm. but yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, again, don't play a lot of video games. Um, but I guess I'm plugged in enough to know that the PlayStation Five looks awful. It just like visually, just it's it just it's not it's like not, you don't like the design of like the, the design of the PlayStation Five. Really, I think it's awful. I didn't. I don't hate I, it. I think it's too big and it's it's, it's so big. It's, it's so yeah, big. It's, it's too big and just like a weird like the the white. I think like the white and black contrast is interesting, but I feel like it would only look good in like a really really rich white person's mm. modern home, not like anybody <laughs> anything else That's other true. than That's that. Fair. Yeah. Like a completely white room. Yeah. 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 Like With if, like glass. Like if you tried putting that in like just an apartment somewhere on like just like an end table, it would just be an eyesore. Um, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's, that's my thoughts on the PlayStation huh. 5. Very good. <laughs> I say as an owner of the PlayStation 3. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much all like the announced Harry Potter media that is coming out. So I think we'll just quickly go around and kind of each kind of pitch our ideas for, and it could be just an idea because that's what I have. So yeah. um, for what you'll want to see from the <laughs> Harry Potter universe, who wants to get us started? I can go first. Cool. Great. Um, I think they should, I think they should move over to HBO Max. I think that HBO Max, again, as I said earlier, it's a great service and has a lot of great stuff coming down the pipe. And I think that they should be doing Harry Potter uh, like genre TV shows on HBO Max, um, whether that be uh, like just kind of a general episodic show of like just kids at Hogwarts doing their thing that aren't the main kids that we've seen, or if that's like some other general wizarding world stuff, um, whatever that may be. I just think that this is a series that could work. Like this is a franchise that could work really well as a TV show, especially one with a budget on, on a, on a service like HBO max. Um, I think I would probably be most interested in one of like students either at Hogwarts or like any of the other wizarding schools. Like what's the, the American wizarding school they introduced in fantastic. Uh, It's It's like Ilvermorny or something like that. Um, So like they've just mentioned that in passing, but we haven't seen anything of that. So like maybe you do like a show about kids there and just like what they're up to or like maybe like what they're up to like during the main events of Harry Potter. Like, um, like does that, I don't know that I'm just kind of spitballing here, but yeah, that's, I guess what I've got. It would be interesting. Cause like, yeah, like with the fantastic beast stuff, you know, there are wizards in America and stuff. And so when, they haven't really addressed like what were they doing when like Voldemort was a thing. Was mm-hmm. it like a real world equivalent of like, you know, in like World War Two when like Nazi Germany was happening, like America was just kind of like chilling, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we're and, like, and, oh, that that sucks over there. Yeah, like what were there American wizards who were like maybe we should maybe we should do something about this like very evil wizard man or were they just like that's not our problem man like <laughs> like that's on the other side of the planet yeah um so yeah i guess that could be interesting to be like maybe try to weave those stories together i feel like that would involve major retconning by jk rowling which we know that she loves to do so maybe they maybe they would do that um but yeah i definitely think in once I get into my ideas as well, I think um, they're definitely 
I think I would love to see a Harry Potter TV show. And I think that's kind of, I feel like the next, next kind of like natural step for this is like smaller scale stories that aren't about like, you know, the chosen one or a fight against an evil wizard man and whatever. So yeah, definitely. Mm. Mia, what are you, what are you thinking? Um, I feel like getting back to like the, the other two schools that we were introduced to in the Goblet of Fire, which is Bobaton and Durmstrang, because I watched those recently. Um, I feel like it could be interesting to explore like, like what you were saying, Kyle, like just like another world that's not like necessarily just like Harry Potter and like the British side of things, like explore what magic in France looks like, where I, th- I assume that's where Bobaton is from because they so. speak French. Um, I don't know. I feel like that could be interesting. Like they have, like Bobaton has a very like specific <laughs> look, I think in the fourth movie. Um, um, and wh- who's the madam? Who's their like headmaster? Uh, I don't remember her name. The she's like a giantess. Yeah, who has a thing with Hagrid. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember her, her name. name I feel terrible, but I feel like that could be interesting to be like, okay, we know giants exist. Like, what what role do they play in this universe? Whoa, I just got really close to my mic. Um. I don't know, just something that's not, like, just, like, just British or just American side of things. Like, do they have different rules? Like, our governments have different rules. So, like, what 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 would that look like? And I feel like in, in an alternate universe in which the first two Fantastic Beasts movies hadn't happened, if they w- wanted to do, like, a TV show about, like, Newt Scamander... I feel like that could work. Like him, like not getting intertwined with any of the fantastic, with any of the uh, Grindelwald events of the Fantastic Beasts movies, but like mm-hmm. just like him traveling the world, and like speaking at other schools and like giving us a look at like what magic's like, like in Asia and like in Africa mm-hmm. and like all these other places that we just literally have no idea. I mm-hmm. feel like that could have been really cool. Yeah. Um, and like they could still do something like that. It's just obviously they can't use that character or maybe they could use that character after the Fantastic Beasts series is wrapped up. um but yeah yeah definitely um and yeah i going into a few of my ideas like i I think i mentioned this last week i would love to see like a like marauder marauders Mm. show um with uh james potter and sirius and lupin and peter pettigrew and i guess snape snape uh (laughs) snape (laughs) um and like i think showing they're like them as children um going through hogwarts would be really really interesting mm-hmm. and you kind of get some of that backstory in the books and movies with like james potter actually kind of sucked and was like really mean to snape and that's why snape was the way he was and <laughs> i think you can kind of develop that more in a tv show and i i would love to see some some adventures of, of them having the marauders map and getting up to mischief um hmm. And yeah, I think I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, what do you guys think about a young Voldemort TV show? <laughs> and to call it Young Voldemort, Young Voldy, <laughs> Young Voldy, Young Voldy. I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> I would I would not be here for that. Why not? Just do it like Young Sheldon, but it's Young Voldemort, and he's just, just like. Just be really sad. You ever be a manipulative sociopath when you're ten? That's me. Like that's like <laughs> the, like that's like his. That's his thing. 
<laughs> and they're like, oh, no. Tom Riddle, you silly goose. And Dumbledore's like, this kid is. Like, <laughs> like you just make it like a comedy. And it's like <laughs> Dumbledore is trying to convince everybody that it's like, this kid is, there is something. Because like, he's like the only one who like knew like this kid, we need to deal with him. This kid is insane. Yeah. And I like, because he charms like all the other like students and teachers at the school like tom riddle does and does he? like like he just oh like charms them yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not magically but yes. like he's he's like there's nothing wrong with me i'm right just a fine, like, I'm totally a fine normal dude like, i want it to be to like yeah. a young voldemort like prank show the whole show is just like him <laughs> going around hogwarts and just like pulling pranks on the teachers and but just... they're like like deadly like dark magic pranks yes he's like ha 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 <laughs> And the professors are like, you just used the Cruciatus curse on me. And that's so funny. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be here for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, good. the more you develop this, Cast I can the see kid it. that plays young Sheldon as young Voldemort. <laughs> you just like, kind of like, like, just make him more gaunt and, and just be like, <laughs> just, just, just make him look all spooky. That was his, isn't someone named Gaunt? Isn't it Marvel O'Gaunt? No. I don't know. I don't remember, but sorry. I, no, okay. I, I think someone's last name is Gaunt. Probably. That's, that's a very, like, that's yeah. a very, like on the nose. He's, uh, he's the maternal grandfather of Tom, Tom Riddle. Nice. Told you. Huh. Marvelo Gaunt. There you go. Is that, is that where Tom Riddle gets his middle name from? I would assume so. Yep. That makes sense. I am Isn't it crazy more. that, um, uh, his name is Tom Marvolo Riddle, and that just perfectly anagrams to I am Lord Voldemort. And he's like, <laughs> like, like, you think when he was like, he was workshopping the names, he was like, all right, I'm going to be an evil wizard. What am I going to do? He's like, he's, he's writing down ideas, and he's like, what is my name anagrammed to? And he's like, I am Lord Voldemort. And he's like, that's a dope name. <laughs> you could see that in this show. Like, him just like, work, like, like, the start of the show, he's like, man, if only I had an evil wizard name. And then, like, the, like, the season finale, he's like, I am Lord Voldemort. Like, but it was it like out. a total comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like the it's a similar vein for like the Harry Potter musical. Like yes, it's we, that, okay. but with this Tom. This does not tie into this topic, but I think we cannot go through Harry Potter month without yes. talking a little bit about Harry Potter we musical. We should all, Harry Potter musical, what should I call it? Harry. You Potter just called musical. it the Harry Potter musical. I um, need to watch that again. It's so good. So yeah, so... To provide some backstory, Harry Potter musical is a parody <laughs> musical about Harry Potter um, that was done by this, this this really tiny theater company that was run by like University of Michigan students um, called Star Kid, and um, they just like wrote this musical and like just did it on campus, and it just and they recorded it and like put it on YouTube, and it just like blew up into this massive thing that's gotten like hundreds of millions of views <laughs> and just like. It has this really just like cult following. Um, and I just remember like watching it as a kid. And like it's it's not like a thing for kids. Like like there's <laughs> definitely like very adult humor in there. Um, but it's it is so funny. Um, and there are three of them. There's a very Potter musical, a very Potter sequel, and a very Potter senior year. Um, <laughs> and that's how Darren Chris got his study. Do you know who Darren Chris is? I do not. He was in. Um, like he was in uh, American Crime Story season two. He was like the Gianni Versace. Okay. Oh, you don't. you're yeah, right. I haven't like watched. he, 
he's not really been in any movies, so the, so there's not really like a reference. He, he was What's on his the, name? He's Darren, Darren Chris. Chris. He's, he's he was on Glee, like that was like his big thing. Like he was in Very Potter Musical, then that got him Glee, and Glee got him like everything else. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I recognize he's in Hollywood. Him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and he's he's Harry Potter in it. Um. And the songs are really good. Like they're so like, good. They're like randomly really good. Like he wrote most of them too. Um. And like oh my word yeah yeah my um, sisters and i were into this like one specific summer and we went to canada and we showed it to our two younger cousins who were way too young to watch it at that age yeah. but like we learned all of the music and would just like sing it like i i bet i have like all of the lyrics at least yeah. from the first one like still memorized yeah. um <laughs> so and good. it's like super low budget because it's like this these like just college kids <laughs> putting on a musical and so like when they like travel with flu powder like the lights just flash and they go flu powder power flu powder power <laughs> flu powder power <laughs> um and like uh the same person who plays voldemort plays umbridge and that's very fun um oh, i forgot about and that. like like Dumbledore there's like the sorting hat but then he also has the scarf of sexuality that he, that he that, that, that's his friend <laughs> yes. and that's very good um yeah it's just it's a blast like it's so much fun um and definitely like it has enhanced my Harry Potter fandom in a lot of ways and in some ways I think they just should have done that instead of the cursed child <laughs> like Fair. I think just it's 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 bets better I feel so yeah and I think yeah. Chris Child, like, kind of stole some stuff from that. Not, like, really, but, like, in the second one, the second one, which is the best one, like, <laughs> um, is about Lucius Malfoy going back in time to Harry Potter's first year to try to kill him. And, like, he, like, uses the time. It's, like, him, like, trying to, like, change time. And I'm, like, they took that for Cursed Child. They did. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really good. We'll, I'll, we'll like, show you some discos from it because yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun. I may not have seen that, but once upon a time, I was pretty into uh, the Harry Potter puppet pals. Yeah, that's true Ooh, as well. Yes. Yeah, that, I forgot about that. I, I really only ever – the only one I remember is the, like, the classic, like, mysterious, mysterious ticking noise. Yeah. And I feel like that's the one that everyone knows. But, oh, yeah. But there are, I think there are some other ones as yeah. well. I don't remember when any of the other ones as well. That's but... just, like, early YouTube yeah. where it was just, like, weird <laughs> memes <laughs> that, like – and just no one really knew what to do on YouTube. So they're like, we'll make this, I guess. <laughs> it was the, the, er, the early days of the internet budding into what it would become. Yep. Into, this, into the beautiful thing that it is. Just kidding. It is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful nightmare. It's a beautiful nightmare. All right. But yeah, that's well, Harry Potter, man. Yeah. Like, I think I think we didn't really come up with a lot of ideas in this, but I, there's there's definitely, like, I I think my main takeaway is I had a lot of Harry Potter hate last week, and I want to make sure that it is known that I, there, I, there's a lot of Harry Potter love as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this has been uh, episode 32 of Cinebraskans, the daily Nebraskan entertainment podcast. As always, I've been your host, Kyle Cruz, joined by my co-hosts, David Berman and Mia Everding. And yeah, uh, come back next week for the, the conclusion of our of our Harry Potter month coverage. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about like the actual movies at that point. We'll, we'll, you'll find out. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess thanks for tuning in. See ya. See ya. See ya.